Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Mom's Life Made Simple. We all want to be that mom that has it all together, that seems super organized and has things just flowing in her life. We're going to talk today about seven habits that will help you feel more organized, in control of your day, and ready for what life brings to you. So let's start with our review of the week. This is short and sweet. This is from Keely0027, and she says, awesome podcast, five-star review, would recommend. So Keely, thank you so much for leaving that review. I appreciate each and everyone who has taken the time to do that. If you haven't yet, please go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And if you like the show or as you're listening, if you think of someone who would benefit from listening to the podcast, then be sure to share it with them. That also helps. So thank you guys so much for taking the time. So today we're going to talk about seven habits of an organized mom. So number one, write a to-do list. I think that this is pretty common. I think most of us are writing to-do lists. This is something that we're doing. But I think a lot of us are writing to-do lists in a way that isn't serving us as well as it could. So, for example, a lot of times our to-do lists are just too long. Just looking at our to-do list feels overwhelming. And I get some pushback on this because people say, well, yeah, that's because I have that many things to do, right? And I get that. We do. We have a lot of things to do, and it's important to write them down because we don't want to forget. I am a person who needs to write a lot of what goes on in my head down or else it doesn't happen. And so I definitely can can see that point of view. But we want to do it in a way that doesn't overwhelm us. So the way that I like to do that is using a context-based to-do list. And that means that I'm separating out the things that I need to do by where I am going to be in the moment. And as well as we'll talk about this a little separately, we'll talk about the big three. So first of all, separating things out into context-based to-dos. You may have heard me talk about this before because this is key. So you want to look at, okay, when I'm running errands, what are those to-dos? When I am at my computer, what are the things I need to get done there? What do I need to get done in my home? What do I need to get done? What do I need to discuss with someone else? What are the conversations that I need to have that are going to help me move forward in these other areas? They can be your own context-based. They can be, what do I need to do for the PTA that I'm a part of? What do I need to do for church responsibilities? You can break it down in any way that works or makes sense for you or by the location that you're going to be in. But when you separate that out, it's going to help to organize in your mind what needs to get done. And that's going to be really helpful for you. The next step is we're going to prioritize, well, what do I need to do most? If I could only do a few things today, one to three things, what would those things be? That's what we call the daily big three. And you're going to write those down 
that is your whole to-do list. So it's Monday morning and you have, you know, just written down all these things and you have them context-based. Like I said, you have 20, 50 things on your context-based to-do list, whatever. You can have as many as you want on there. But for today, for Monday, you are going to choose, if I could only do three things, what three things would I do? When you're choosing those things, you're going to make sure they're small enough that you can definitely get those done. They're the small and doable, and they're the most important. And then you go on with your day and you do those three things. Now you'll notice you have the capacity to do a lot more than three things in a day. So once those three most important things are done, you look at your context-based to-do list. And if you find you're out picking up kids from school and you're running errands, what were the things, what were the errands that you needed to run? You go and do those errands and you get those done. And those things that also need to get done but are less important are still getting done but you're putting the important in front of the urgent that's what that system helps you to do so when you have this kind of a to-do list it's really going to help you to feel more in control of your schedule and a little less stress now one key here with this context-based to-do list is you want a weekly list of what needs to get done in the week, not what needs to get done in the day. So I mentioned you have this list and you're, you're separating things out by where you are or what you need to do. That list is like, okay, at some point in the week, I will get to these things. But today, my big three are the ones I'm going to prioritize. Okay, so that's number one, writing your to-do list. Number two, Make the regular chores habits, not big jobs. This is something it took me a long time to learn. I grew up, I'm the oldest of eight, and so there was a lot of laundry in my family growing up. And the way that my mom did it is she would just, it would kind of pile up in the garage. Our laundry was in the garage. And we would just, we were not so, I think now, we, we made it so much harder for my mom than we needed to. We wouldn't reuse our towels, use our towels once, and go put them in this mountain of laundry. And this, I'm not kidding, it would be a mountain. It would grow so high, just this huge pile of laundry. And then my mom would go through it and wash it all and then dry it, and then it would become a mountain on the couch. And we would watch movies, West Side Story and Gone with the Wind, while we folded this mountain of laundry or while my mom folded and we watched the movies. But it was a big job. This laundry was a laundry mountain. I did my chores like that for a really long time. Dishes would become a pile of dishes and I would look at this pile of dishes in the sink and it just seemed so hard. It takes a lot of motivation to want to go do the dishes or this huge pile of laundry or these huge things. And so what I'm suggesting here is that these regular things that are going to keep coming up day after day, you make them habits instead of big jobs. So that means dishes and laundry and tidying up. Those aren't going anywhere. Those are part of your family life and they will be forever. And so what can you do to make it simpler, to make it a little habit? For me, that means when I go in the kitchen, which I do breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and lots of times in between, I can just rinse the dishes and load them in the dishwasher. Every morning while I'm getting breakfast ready for the kids, while they're getting ready for school, I unload the dishwasher from the night before. It's just a constant process. It takes a couple of minutes, and it's just a simple habit. 
Wiping down the counters and the table is the same way. I, instead of waiting until everything has piled up, I'm just throughout the day giving everything a little wipe down. I start a load of laundry most mornings and keep the laundry going. I have mentioned before, I start the Roomba. We have a Roomba, which is so amazing. We can just tidy up the floor and press start and the floor gets clean. Tidying when you have young kids is another issue. So I want to speak to that for a minute because some of you, if you have young kids, it can feel like your entire day is spent tidying. You're just following after kids and you want a clean house and they're messy and they are spreading toys everywhere and they're not very good helpers and they don't know quite how to help you anyways. And so what has worked for me is if I know it's clean underneath, right, the floor is vacuumed or cleaned or whatever, it's okay for me to have some toys out. And I find that I am a lot more sane and happy when we have a few toys out and I have set times when we're going to clean those up. And so right now in my life, because all my kids are in school, I like to do that in the morning as I'm doing this just quick morning, get the house ready for the day. When my kids were little and they were home all day, it was before dad came home. So, okay, there's this event. Dad is coming home and we're going to get the house ready. And so tidy up the toys. And because we're doing it every day, you know, it's not taking an excessive amount of time. So what can you do to make these jobs a habit so that there's something you're repeating every day and it seems easy enough to repeat instead of something really big? You may need to think through what that could look like for you. All right, number three, third habit is meal prep. Get in the habit of deciding ahead of time what you're going to have for dinner. So there are a lot of different systems out there. And I think the key with meal prep is to find a system that works for you. Because how are you wired? What is going to make that a simple process for you? For example, you can have a rotation of meals. You can have 10 to 30 meals that you have every week, every month. And you just go through each of those meals because and you get good at making those meals and you know what ingredients you need to have. And you just go through this rotation. You could have a weekly menu where you sit down. This is what I did for many years. Sit down on Sunday night and look at Pinterest and think about what do I want to have for dinner and ask the family, what do you guys want to have for dinner and get creative and find new recipes. That takes a lot of energy and effort. So if you don't enjoy it, don't do it that way. Don't do it that way. It doesn't have to be hard. You can have themed nights. This is what we do a lot right now, my dinners are much more simple than they used to be. So Tuesday is almost always Taco Tuesday. They are always the same kind of tacos, but they're pretty much always tacos on a Tuesday. Friday is pizza night. And Sunday is, I'm going to call it Sunday dinner. It's usually roast. Sometimes it's something, it's a little, it usually has mashed potatoes. There are a few variations in there. We've had other theme nights that have worked. You could do a soup night or an Asian night or something like that. Your options are really unlimited there. But what that does when you have a themed night is it takes some of the mental work out. Because if you know, okay, it's Taco Tuesday. Well, we can have chicken tacos. We can have ground beef tacos. We can have street tacos. We can do hard or soft shells, whatever you want to do and however creative you want to. But it kind of narrows instead of you could have anything for dinner. These are kind of some of your options and it helps you to think through what that could look like. 
There are also ways to simplify your meal prep with having a meal service that either gets delivered and it's all ready for you to cook up. Or there are also recipe services that plan the the meals out for you and give you shopping lists what to do. Your dinner is planned is one that I've used before that's really good, um, healthy dinners and really laid out in a way that made sense to me. So realistically for you, what are some habits that you could have that are going to keep you from the pre-dinner stress? I like to start ahead of time. I like to write it down in my planner so I know ahead of time what the meal is going to be for each day. And then I can look at it in the morning. And if it says something with chicken, I know at some point before lunch, I should get out the chicken so it can thaw. I also think it's a really good idea with meal prep to have a few last minute items just always on hand. So what those are for me, I like um, sauces like the Costco Tika Masala sauce. If that's just in my pantry, then I can chop some chicken, I can cook some rice, and we're good to go last minute. Even if I didn't thaw the chicken, right? That's what the microwave is for. So you, something like that or taco soup. I don't know if that's a recipe that you're familiar with, but it's a bunch of cans of stuff. So you just dump some cans in. Voila, it's dinner. Breakfast for dinner is one we're probably all familiar with that just comes together really quick. Those kind of things that are quick and last minute, write them down. Like, okay, here are some things that I usually have ingredients for, or here are some things that I'm going to buy and stock my pantry with so that in in the event that I didn't plan ahead, this is my last minute dinner and it becomes a much easier and simpler process for you because you you did prep really you prepped way ahead of time and it's there when you need it number four wake up before your kids you've heard me say this before have a morning routine when you have a morning routine and you wake up before your kids it allows you to get ready before they start needing stuff from you and this can mean a lot of different things. It can mean you get ready, like you take a shower and you do your hair and you're getting ready physically. It can mean you get ready mentally. And that's how I use my morning routine time. I get myself, my soul ready to handle everything that's going to happen throughout the day. I don't take a shower. I don't get dressed before my kids get up. But I have done things that I know are important for me to show up the way I want to show up. And so I am ready for them to get up. If you are currently not waking up before your kids, then start small. Make it a habit of getting up 10 minutes before your kids and ask yourself, what do I need in those 10 minutes? Do I need a shower? Do I need to get dressed? Do I need to meditate? Do I need yoga? What is it that you're not getting throughout the rest of your day? And I heard you. I heard someone just think, sleep. I'm not getting sleep. I want to sleep in those 10 minutes. The truth is, yes, go to bed earlier if you can, get your sleep or take a nap later. But that 10 minutes, you're not going to feel a lot of difference from 10 minutes more in bed. And you will feel a difference from taking the time to get ready. So wake up before your kids is number four. Number five, declutter. The less you have to worry about, the less you have to worry about, right? The less things that you have, the you're going to decrease immediately by getting rid of some of your stuff. You are going to decrease your stress. 
When you make do with less, you're going to have less stress. You're going to have less to organize. You're going to have less to clean. You're going to have less to lose. The other day, I was looking for shoes for my five-year-old, and I realized he has five pairs of shoes. We've had people give him shoes, and he got a couple at garage sales. And anyways, you would think, oh, that's so great to have so many shoes. But what I've found is when you have that many shoes, they all get lost. When you have one or two pairs, which is what we usually do around here, they are always, we always know where they are because we have to know where they are. And so we take a little better, we take a little better care of those shoes. And it actually is less stress for me to have less pairs of shoes. If tidying up, if you find yourself constantly picking up toys or picking up the same things, it might be time for sitting down and really going through your stuff and decluttering and getting rid of things that aren't aren't enhancing your life and in fact are making it more stressful and giving you more to do. It is so much harder to be organized when you have more stuff. It just is. Even if you're in a very large space, having less is going to really improve the organization that you have. And I'll say, I know there can be an attachment to some of your stuff. And so if it's hard for, to get rid of your stuff, then I would say start small by boxing up your stuff. Put it in a box and see if you need it. Put it away and then you'll know. Like, okay, yeah, I really did need that thing that was in that box. Okay, then you get it out again. It hasn't gone anywhere. I actually do this with my clothes. I have seasonal wardrobes. And so I get out one for the hot weather and one for the cold weather, which is pretty much the only weather we have here. Cool weather and hot weather doesn't even get very cold, but there's no like fall or spring. Anyways, I put my seasonal clothes away and some of them maybe I didn't wear them that much that season but I put it away and after it's been away for several months when I get it back out again I'm like man I'm not excited to see that old shirt again and then I know it's time to get rid of it rather than hang it in my closet for a whole nother season and so um just putting it in a box and having some space can allow you to be a little less connected to that item all right number six is delegate who else can do this thing that I'm doing? I've used a lot of carpools over the years. I love carpools so that I'm not getting in the car, getting everyone ready, driving everywhere, but only getting in the car once a day instead of twice a day for the middle school drop-off. Meal services, I mentioned earlier, are another way that you can delegate to others. That one has a little financial cost to it. Or other delivery services. Amazon, as we know, I'm sure you guys use it already, but have you ever thought that you're delegating some of your shopping duties to them, often at a similar cost? And there are other places you can shop from online. Save yourself some trips and delegate that driving around to the delivery people. Another thing to think about with delegation is, am I taking on others' responsibilities? My kids from a young age have packed their own lunch for school because it's their lunch. And so it takes a little bit in the beginning to train them of how, how to pack a lunch and for them to teach me, here's what I want you to have on hand so that I can pack my lunch. But letting them do that and letting them take ownership 
is really powerful in as a parenting move, but also it's allowing our kids to take on their own responsibilities. Kids' laundry is something that they can also take responsibility for. Are we letting our kids get dressed on their own rather than laying out their clothes and and doing all those things for them? I mean, at a certain age, right? When they're really little, we're going to be doing those things. But are we holding on to those responsibilities past the age when they can do it? And it's really their job to do. What are some things that you're doing for your family that maybe they could step in and do for themselves? When my husband and I moved to our house, in our old house, we shared a closet. We had a big walk-in closet. And in this house, we have two separate closets, his and hers closets. And so what happened with that was we had, we used to put, we had laundry baskets in our old closet and we would separate out whites and colors and towels. And in this house, my husband ended up with two laundry baskets. I ended up with one. We owned three. And anyways, that's just how it fit. And I noticed that I didn't know when it was time to do his laundry. And he noticed that he could do his own laundry, which is fantastic. He had helped here and there with the laundry before. He's a good helper. But that was primarily my responsibility. And now he washes his clothes and I wash my clothes. And that is nothing I ever would have thought of before because we just shared a laundry basket. But it's been amazing. Maybe that's not an answer for you. But are there things that you're doing that could be delegated? Ponder that and it'll be a different answer for everyone. When you delegate the appropriate things, you're going to be able to be more organized in your circle of influence. And finally, number seven, build rest and recover time into your day. If you listened to the podcast last week, I talked about the importance of play. And that's where this comes in. You can be more organized if you take the time to play because you're going to find more joy. You are going to have things that you're looking forward to. And because of that, you're going to be able to crank things out on your list a little bit faster and with a little more motivation because you're enjoying your life. So ask yourself, in my day, and this is something I actually like to journal in the mornings, today I'm excited to what? Where is the joy in your day? What are you looking forward to? What is, what are you going to do today to play and to rest and to have this time? When you take those time outs, instead of being a machine that's just going through all the things you need to do, you are going to actually get more done and do it more joyfully. So these are the seven habits. Just a quick recap, seven habits of an organized mom. Write a to-do list. Make the regular chores habits, not big jobs. Meal prep, wake up before your kids, declutter, delegate, build rest and recover time into your day. So I hope this has been helpful. If there is a habit in here that you are not doing, then take the time to add that into your day. And if you think there's one I missed, let me know. You can catch me on Instagram or uh, email me anytime. And if you haven't already, make sure that you get my morning routine checklist. This is going to help you with number four, to wake up before your kids and to start a powerful morning routine. So you can get that at chanelnielsen.com forward slash mornings. I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. 
This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit ChanelNielsen.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.